Does picking an outfit have you running a little too fashionably late? We get it. Great taste takes time. That's why Drizzly, the number one app for alcohol delivery, has your back with the largest selection of beer, wine, and spirits, delivered in under 60 minutes. Convenience never goes out of style. So if you need to spend some extra time in the mirror instead of at the store, download the Drizzly app or go to drizzly.com. That's D-R-I-Z-L-Y dot com today. Kiss Army. Tom and Zeus back for episode three, which we have now called Great Expectations. We are uh, going to review what we believe to be Kiss's set list for the end of the road tour. Tom, how the heck are you? Zeus, greetings, Kiss Army. Greetings from the fabulous cast here at Shout It Out Loud cast. Hello, everyone. So, excited? Um, I, I am excited and I'm nervous. And yeah, we got a lot. We, we got a, we got a lot to talk about. What do we, what what else we got going on? We got any news? We got anything happening here or what? It's another boring week. Or what do we got? Yeah, before we get into kiss stuff. Okay. Um, what did I say that Tom Brady was going to do to the Chiefs? Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Well, I don't know if he did that. That final drive in overtime he did. Oh, he ripped he, the flesh off their bones, buddy. Do you hear that sound? That's the sound of everyone unsubscribing from our podcast because everyone <laughs> hates the Patriots. I know. I know. I know. I know. Um, but that's big news around here. It's become like a way of life. Oh, yeah. The Pats are in the Super Bowl. Yeah. We're, now, we're spoiled. A small little tidbit. When the Pats won the Super Bowl in 2001, yep. they hadn't won a championship. There wasn't a championship around here since 86 Celtics, um, right? The yes. 86 Celtics, right? Correct. And the, the closest we had to a championship right there was Ray Bork winning the Stanley Cup as a Colorado oh, Avalanche. Yeah, exactly. And that we was, were all cheering. They had a parade for him, remember? Yeah, that was our we like, lo- What a bunch of losers. That's we when are. we were the biggest losers around for sports. Yeah, celebrating a, an athlete that left to win a championship. Yep. And when we, we, because I was, I was the oh, nose no. guard at that. Oh, no, no, you on the team. <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh, my knee was killing me that game. Um, when the Pats won the Super Bowl in 01. Yep. We were at my house. Oh, yeah, I remember. Like, in Arlington, remember? 18 will be 18 years ago. I remember it, yeah. You, your wife, and a few other friends, we were all yep. there, and we just couldn't believe that they won it. Well, no, because they were playing the Rams, and the Rams were two touchdown favorites. It was We, we were expecting a beatdown. I remember how nervous you are because I remember this specific part. At one point, your wife says, hey, Tommy, that guy that's supposed to be really good, it was Marshall Falk, he really yeah. hasn't done anything, really. And, you, and then you're like, oh, that's great. Yep. That's great. You just yep. jinxed it. And <laughs> I'll never forget it. Yep. Um, 
and then I just remembered like a little a little bunch of fourth graders we jumped up and down when they oh, won. Yeah. 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 And then uh And now we're spoiled year, because it ha- now it happens every year. <laughs> this year we uh watched the Red Sox win it. Yeah. And in 04, when the Red Sox won it, I was at we were at your apartment. My house. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I was there right. with you. That's right. Right? And then and we, and then we the, jumped and then up the, around one o'clock in the morning. We hugged each other like a little bunch of. And then we were then we like, were there together. Then we kids. were there together. Then we were there together for the big comeback when the the Pats beat the Falcons. Yep. And you remember us like, oh, this game is over. I'm like, hold on, hold on. I was the calm one. Right? Yeah. I, I was out when that. Yeah. By the way, welcome to sports talk. <laughs> <laughs> I just, you know, this is just stuff that. Uh, Brings back memories and in the news right now. But anyways, that being said, let's talk some kiss, buddy. Okay. So So, what's up in the news, buddy? Okay. Well, I'm not going out on a limb here, but last week when we recorded, we recorded last week on a Friday. Today's Thursday. We usually record on Thursdays, but last week we recorded on a Friday. And we had talked about a bit of news that involved Vinnie Vincent's band getting a new lead singer. Right. And, we were, and, we, and, and we were talking about, you know, our hoping for the best, but we, we predicted, you know, a massive shit show, a disaster. Not that I not believe that, the word was disaster. Yeah. And not that we were going out on a limb, but, but less than 24 hours after we recorded <laughs> social media posts this message that came off of the Vinnie Vincent full shred Facebook group moderators page. It, I will read it because, again, I'm not – I don't want to sound like I'm celebrating this, but we talked about the potential for disaster with Vinnie Vincent. It says, I wanted to share a bit of information about the singer announced for Vinnie's Nashville shows. The singer that had been announced was put in place by the promoter without the approval of Vinnie. Vinnie has since rejected the singer and opted instead for a full shred show. If the show takes place – it will be within Vinny's vision of a shred and jam session with no singer. So again, you say if well, that well, yeah. Would, would it shock you if the whole thing doesn't happen at all? <laughs> Not at all. Not at all. So, but so that's what that's what's happening. And, and every time we talk about Vinny, I always come back to that quote from Kiss Extreme Close Up. <laughs> Vinny is the kind of guy that would hang himself as you hand him the keys to the kingdom. Super talented, but a total mess. So, yeah, yep. I agree. So, so uh, you know that's and then and then um, oh no, do you have anything else to say about Vinny? No, no, no. Okay. Okay, and then and then another little piece of uh of news that we kind of broke last night from one of our favorite uh, social media uh, personalities on Twitter and podcasts as well, our buddy Mitch Lafon. He posted something last night. Uh, Mitch is from Canada, so he posted some uh, screenshots from uh, Ticketmaster for the Kiss show in Canada because they open up next next Thursday in Canada. Yeah, and he and he posted a screenshot of a. Um, let me pull it up here. I, I know I know this is an audio format here, but it said the end of the road opener revealed question mark. Obviously, he's not opening because when I tell you what it is, it says according to Ticketmaster, performance artist slash painter David Garibaldi is listed 
on the Kiss shows. It says Kiss and David Garibaldi. Now, mm. it, it doesn't show that guy's name anywhere else on other shows. There's been no confirmation from Kiss or David Garibaldi. But look, I was looking at I was on Twitter. People are like, "What the hell?" A painter, and I'm sitting there in the. So I'm I'm sitting there thinking, "Look, this is my theory. I don't have anything to go by." Paul is a painter. Paul's an artist. We know that. My thing here, and I have no, uh, this is just throwing it out there. I think maybe Paul is throwing this guy a bone, a fellow artist, fellow painter. Hey, put you on the bill, get you some promo, maybe put up your artwork, you know, maybe somewhere on the in the concourse, the merch booth. So I, that's the only thing I can think of because obviously, uh, twenty thousand people aren't going to watch a guy paint on stage before Kiss comes out. <laughs> Is, is he is he a painter? He paints everything. He paints. He yeah, just did hey, some job hey. on his car. He used a roller there. Hey, what do you say, me and you? We paint each other up. <laughs> I don't think the unemployed painter is uh, gonna get that crowd riled up. Right. And so this I don't... here is a bowl of fruit. Yeah. <laughs> right. So I, I don't think the guy's opening, but it, it is it is curious to say you know nonetheless it's, it's very it's a very curious thing so. Yeah, um, we'll, we'll see what happens. No offense, but uh, you know, what, what are you going to get? People going to ride and smash his stuff up? <laughs> no one's going to go there to watch somebody paint or or stop and, and appreciate paint. It's not the right atmosphere. That's I agree. My opinion, I, right? No, I, I totally agree. And again, we I don't. Nobody really knows what it is other than Ticketmaster had it. It said Kiss and David Garibaldi or whatever his name is. And, you know, other people were commenting saying, oh, I don't see that for the Tennessee show. I don't see that for the Miami show. So I don't maybe it's a local thing. Uh, uh, you know, like I said, he's helping a guy. I don't know. No one knows. But yeah. I don't think it's anything to get worked up about. I just think it's interesting. Like you said, it's really not the place for. I, know, I mean, I, we know Paul's an artist, but not tonight. Yeah. He's you know, a painter paints yeah. his toenails, paints everything. Exactly. Um, so. That's uh, that's uh, interesting. We'll see that develop. I, I you're right. Yeah. But, you know, Kiss brings this upon themselves because they didn't announce anything. So people are jumping, grasping right. at straws, seeing what's out there, and this is what happens. Right. Um, exactly. What do you so got? Anything? A couple other things. Yeah. By the way, uh, Tom was uh, admiring my new T-shirt that I'm wearing tonight. Oh, it's beautiful. That is beautiful. The the Peter Chris solo album T-shirt, and I said to Zeus, "I'm like that shirt is beautiful. I don't even think Peter owns that shirt." <laughs> yeah, I oh, bought it from him at uh, on Craigslist. I bought it from him. He was selling yeah. it. Um, so he, uh, the couple things that I I thought we'd go over, and I got my email because <sighs> I've been trying to get Tom to do this with me. And that is, I got the email for the beginning of Kiss Cruise, right? The next Kiss Cruise. Yep. I think this will be nine? Yes. Or Right? I think nine, nine. Right? I think so, so I've been trying to convince him to do this. It is damn expensive. So you start off, you're looking at the one, like, oh, just a room. It'll cost you 1200 bucks. Then you got to, well, certainly you got to drink. So then you get the food and the drink. Yeah, that's another 250 you that's, add that up and you and add that, the flight. And, that, and that's just the, the, the excuse me, I don't mean to interrupt you there, but that, no, that's ahead. just that's just the beer and wine package. If yeah. you want if you want the full bar package, it's like six hundred for the week. Yeah. I mean I, I I would assume 
just do it's like water, soft drinks, and beer and wine. And right. let's say we did that. You're looking at about fifteen hundred there. Then if you have to do your plane ticket, yep. And then obviously, we're Kiss fans. You're gonna say, "Holy shit, I gotta get that." Yep. You're gonna start buying stuff, and then you know you're looking at about two grand. And it's a little bit uh, tough in this economy going back and saying, "Honey." Uh, give me the kids' college funds. I'm going to take two grand and hang out with my buddy on a cruise and listen to Kiss and uh, listen to <laughs> listen listen to play King on the Mountain acoustic version. Um, you know, I paid but, two grand to hear Raid Off of Love. What? Yeah. Um, then you know, and the other part is uh, as we've been talking, we're going to see Kiss at Mohegan Sun, which is yep. Connecticut. And also the garden in Boston when they come, those two shows. So the other part is I am contemplating doing the vault. Um, I know the vault has been set up for the first 10 people for the first 10 shows. He said that if it, it goes well, uh, I think as Keith Valcourt was talking about on a couple of different podcasts, if it goes yep. well, they'll set it up for the next 10, which would probably lead us back into ours. That's the other thing I'm contemplating. Now, I hear you can buy the vault now for $1,500. You get the vault, nothing autographed, anything, but they'll ship it out to you. Um, 2000 bucks. you'll get to meet Gene backstage after the concert, dressed up in Kiss, and uh, get a couple things autographed, and uh, bring a friend with you, <clears throat> Tom. And um, – I'm contemplating it. Uh, I'll be uh, so I, I'll be I'll be I'll be honest with you. In my opinion, mm -hmm. I understand that that amount of money would only be for a very short moment, as opposed to the cruise that would be a week long experience. Mm -hmm. But if you can meet Gene after the show in full makeup, in his gear, maybe still with blood all over him from <laughs> spitting it out, and have him sign something for you. To me, that is an experience worth the money. Photos with him? Yeah, exactly. It's the end of the... When are you going to get that opportunity again? Correct. Correct. Right? Now, would you rather have done the vault when you meet him and maybe he brings a... So maybe he doesn't have nope. somebody with him at those shows where he's not dressed up. He plays nope. a couple of songs, plays a couple of stories, or meet him after a concert where you went to and you don't have to carry the vault with you. They ship it to you later. Yeah, no, I, I, I don't want I, I know the vault experience is a little bit more personal, but if I'm going to get if I'm going to meet Gene and get my picture taken with him, I want him in the gear. I don't want Gene in a polo shirt and khakis. <laughs> you know what I mean? Bahama shorts and a tank top. <laughs> yeah. And flip flops. Yeah. yeah, really nice cargo shorts, Gene. <laughs> <laughs> Gross toenails hanging out and stuff. <laughs> so. Uh, yeah, I mean, those are things we're kind of contemplating as the concert comes closer. We'll tell you about it if we're going to do it. And then I want you guys to help me convince Tom to do the Kiss Cruise. Oh, boy. So keep pushing that along. Um, yeah. But, yeah, that's that's really, um, you know, our, our, our news kind of part here for the beginning of the show. And if you uh, – and if, if you if, if you are gonna harass Zeus, uh, let, let, let's let, let us remind you how you can get in touch with us and do that. Uh, oh, yeah. We're we're on Twitter, we're on Facebook, uh, we're on Instagram. You search for us, shout it out loudcast. Uh, our email is up and running, shout it out loudcast at gmail.com. 
Um, and the podcast, uh, we keep expanding the platforms that we're available on um, iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, YouTube, Podomatic, all that stuff. We're trying to keep expanding our reach to get more and more people involved. So um, the feedback's been great so far. We wanted to keep growing. So let us know yeah. what you like. Let us know what you like, what you don't like, what you want, what you know, and, and we're going to try to make it for every make it happen for everybody. Yeah, if you want uh, evening gown photos, uh, swim shoot, uh, swimsuit <laughs> photos, let us know. I think, um, you know, I, it, the thing is, before we get into the episode, um, it's kind of humbling a little bit, right? Oh, very. Two guys just talking about Kiss having, and, you know, the, again, I say this all the time, it, it's not us, it's the subject matter, it's Kiss. Right. But it's humbling that people are listening. And we we want to continue making this about two guys laughing and, you know, talking about Kiss and having it be fun. The day it stops becoming fun is the day me and Tom, I'm going to tell him, and you're going to tell me, that's it. I don't want to do this anymore. It's got to be about fun. And uh, we're not going to be rock. We're not rock journalists. Right. We're not rock critics where we're going to sit there and overanalyze um, performances and things like that. We're just going to be tell you about what we like and dislike and what we think is fun or funny yep. about this. Yeah, just hu- just huge fans. So you know that's why, like Zeus said, it's it's humbling to see people listen and give us feedback that they enjoy the conversations, and that's that's what we want. You know. Yeah, and and that's what we're hoping that you guys just see it as two of your buddies talking about Kiss, and you guys are welcome. For yep. feedback, all that stuff. Again, as Tommy said, you know, feel free to email us at shoutitoutloudcast at gmail.com and interact with us. We all, we already got a few of our favorites going, and we'd love to add some more on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode, available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So, what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right, you'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. That cold case you're listening to? Nasty stuff. But you know what else is a crime? Missing even a moment of whatever you're doing to go on a drink run. 
Luckily, there's Drizzly, the number one app for alcohol delivery. With Drizzly, you can compare prices on the biggest selection of beer, wine, and spirits, then get them delivered in under 60 minutes. So download the Drizzly app or go to drizzly.com. That's D-R-I-Z-L-Y dot com today. Interacting with you guys. So that being the case, Tom, why don't you tell us about episode three, Great Expectations? Great Expectations. Ooh, probably the only time I'll ever say that song title. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so this uh, is just kind of like a big timeline in our lives here because this will be the last week that we won't know anything about this tour uh, because a week from tonight, January 31st, the tour opens in Canada. Um, and it's amazing because one week out, there are still tons of speculation and questions and, you know, fans are nervous and, you know, so what we're going to talk about tonight is just kind of like a preview about what we think is going to happen, what we think they're going to play, what we hope is going to happen, what we hope they're going to play. Um, so we're just going to try to just discuss everything that's, uh, that, you know, that we think is going to go on with this, uh, with this concert that kicks off next week. So, um, just tonight, Tom, right before we went on, started recording you sent me something what did you send me oh yeah 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 oh my god yeah that happened right before recorded it was another short um clip that gene recorded um he was with tommy and i'm assuming they were i i I actually i don't know where they were obviously they were somewhere in canada i think but it was another kind of teaser video about them in the arena um raving about the stage um, about what to expect and how it's going to blow everybody's mind. So, you know, they, they, they're doing a nice job teasing it. I just wish they did a little bit more. Um, and another thing, too, that I – another thing that happened right at the last minute, um, I subscribe to Guitar World magazine. I have a couple of guitars. I don't spend as much time playing as much as I wish I did. I, I'm self-taught. I'm no expert here. But on the latest cover of Guitar World magazine is Kiss. And they talk about the farewell tour, and the band is—it's uh, a great album cover. I highly suggest go to whatever, go to wherever you would go to buy a magazine and get this because it's going to be frameable. It's pretty damn awesome. Cool. Yep. Great. So yep. we're gonna do top ten list. Twenty. Uh, correct. Correct. Twenty of the twenty songs we each believe that they will play. Yep. We'll start the list. Okay, I went last time first. You'll go first this time. So yep. we'll start this list by you telling me, and, and I'll repeat my number one. What is the number one lock? Guarantee they will play on the end of the road tour. So what is your first pick, Tom? Oh, rock and roll all night, no doubt. Rock and roll all night. Yep. Definitely. I agree with you, Tom. No chance they don't play rock all night. It would be a little riot if oh, they don't play. <laughs> absolutely. That'll be the lock. And, and I, I think, not not that we're going to start getting into the actual organized set list. Um, they're going to close with that, obviously. Sometimes they close with it, and sometimes it's the last song, and then they go to the encores. Yeah. Which one do you believe is going to happen? Yeah, you might, but I I I gotta believe, and again, I don't want to spend look too much time with the order, but this is their song. I mean, they have to close with this, don't they? 
They have to. Okay, so you say they close. I say they end their set list, but it's not the final song. Really? Yeah, I think wow. they're going to do something else. Wow. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So your next song is what? Um, my, well, I picked Rock and Roll All Night. Why don't you go? Well, I said Rock and Roll All Night is my first pick, too. So what's your second lock? The, the next lock is Detroit Rock City. Um, Detroit Rock City. Yep. Hmm. Um, that's your number two. I would say, yeah, Detroit Rock City, um, would be mine. My guess as well. Yep. Um, yeah, let's hear a little. For those who've never heard, yeah. that's Detroit Rock City, <laughs> not some guy just driving in his car. Oh, you know what would be awesome, though? If I could just jump in here. It would be awesome. I don't know how they would do it, but if they played that real intro from Destroyer, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, oh, yeah. if that, that would just be so that, – that would be, like, a really cool, like – homage to the original destroyer version of it i don't know how they would do it but just you know I, i'm a big i'm a sucker for nostalgia and all that stuff and i hope that's what this tour is but all well, right so I, we got I, rock I'm and roll ro- rock and roll all night detroit rock city those are those are locks okay so those are your locks now what would you say the third song would be um well what's your third lock well, this is my third lock, although I think this is what they're going to open up with. I'm going to go with Deuce. Deuce? Yeah. Really? Yeah, I think because the Farewell Tour, I think they're going to try to really tie up some nostalgia, some history. That was a big opener for them. Uh, they opened up – that was their opener on the Reunion Tour back in 96. In, uh, um, so I, I, I think that – is I think they're going to open with that. For, uh, it's off the first album. I think that's what they're going to open with. So, yeah. Deuce. Well, my guess would be this. Yeah, I- I'm with you. Do you remember when we talked about this? Gene was asked, I saw a video of it, you know, what's your favorite song and stuff like that. And he was basically saying, well, I'm not saying I, that's my favorite song, but Deuce had some sentimentality, right? Oh yeah. Um, he believed, um, he believed that, you know, that was the song that they came out with and their set list when they started, that was the song that really, you know, all their concerts, so there's something about that song. And because yeah. of that, I think they're going to go old school and, and get the crowd into it. Plus, they got to do that silly little dance they do, which is, oh. You know, oh, you know, it's just cheesy. It's but whatever. Uh, uh, again, I'm a sucker for nostalgia. And every time we've seen Kiss, when they do that dance, the crowd goes nuts. The crowd the goes crowd nuts. The crowd seems to like it. Exactly. Yep. <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. Um, yeah, that's a guarantee, I believe. And 
Am I wrong? But that's going to open it up, right? Uh, that's what I. That's we we agree on that. All right, buddy. What do you we, got for number four? My number four lock um, is going to be Gene's little uh, stage thing, and that's going to be God of Thunder. Ooh, God of Thunder, huh? Yep. Um, I would guess. You know what? I don't really have a problem with that. Let's hear a little. Okay. (laughs) Go ahead, buddy. Now, I'm going to tell you right now, right off the bat, never was a really big fan of that song studio version however on a live two and every time we've seen them it's just awesome it is it's just awesome and There's something about when it gets played live yeah exactly it's it's a song that really translates live it's one of those few songs that the live version just blows away i know i know the studio version has all the little weird sound effects the kids and the static and all that stuff you know the creepy whatever live version just terrific i think that's going to be that's going to be Gene's show with the blood spitting and um, you know and all that. So that that's 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 another lock for me. Isn't it kind of funny how? Think of how you know we know the song because of the kids in it. Who the hell's idea was it to put the kids in the sound and make it all like that? Is just you well know, because it started off as a Paul Stanley song sped up. Right. How did it get transformed to that and the kids and the spookiness and the like almost like chains rattling and you're like, well, what the hell is this? Well, good question. That was all. That was Bob Ezrin because he he produced Destroyer, and when he heard the song, he's like, "No, no, 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 no. This is a Gene anthem." And then the bit, the bit with the kids and the staticking. What that was, the story that I read um, was that those were. I don't know if they were Bob Ezrin's kids or if they were the they kids. Are his of, kids. They are. His okay. Kids. Yeah, and they were playing with walkie talkies, and there was like feedback and static, and they were just goofing around in the studio and. I actually think it kind of sounds cool. I mean, yeah, it's kind of corny, but the whole thing. No, is awesome. I think it's awesome. I yeah, think it's it is awesome. awesome. Yeah, I just remembered when um, they had the VH1 honors and Rob Zombie did it with that All Star group. Oh, that was how awesome. awesome was that version? Yep, it made it sound so rocking, so badass. It gave me a new appreciation for the song. And then yep. you know, that's always when Gene goes up in the air. All right, right. Yep. Yep. Oh yeah. Well, all right. And then all of a sudden, the blood comes out. He's dripping. He's like, and he's way up top singing that song. It's just badass. Yeah, it's awesome. Yep. Right. Definitely. I mean, yep. We're bringing our kids to this concert coming up. I know my daughter's gonna see this. Doesn't know anything about these things. Is gonna be like, what the hell? See, why is this guy spitting blood? Where's where's he going? He's up top. He's like, like a bat. I'm like. How insane is it going to be? I can't wait to see oh, the I, concert through her eyes. Oh, I know. Same thing. My son's a little bit older than your daughter, and he, he I mean, he's familiar with the band. He knows who everybody is, and he's, and, and you know, again, I'm going to get, you know, kind of nostalgic, emotional, whatever you want to say. But when you see this band in concert, it, 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 it is, it, it's insane. It, it, it's yeah. like nothing that you've ever seen before. So I can't wait to see it through. His eyes, like you said, through your, with your daughter, it's going to be nuts, you know. 
What do, yeah, what do we got? I, I just, I just think that it's just going to be something that, you know, um, you know, seeing someone who knows nothing about them. Yeah. And watching that and hearing what they're like. Have you ever seen a concert like this? Yeah. Um, you know, Charlie Puth, honey, it is not <laughs> running a concert like this. Yeah, exactly. Right? Um, yep. yep. So, all right. That is God of Thunder number four. Um, yep. You know what? Number five. Let me take this one. Okay, go ahead. Um, number five that I think they're going to play is our namesake. Okay. And that is one of the best Paul and Gene duets, right? Shout it out loud. Yep. Um, I I think in the middle of the concert, they're going to stop and say, this one goes out for Tom and Zeus out there. Thank you for your support. (laughs) Right? Right. Yeah. Now, can um, I? That's can what I, I think. Yeah. Can I go say? Ahead. Can I say something that's going to surprise you and yep. probably and probably embarrass myself as a Kiss fan? Yep. I do not have that on my list of twenty. Are you shitting me? Now wait. Now wait. 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 Let me explain why. Okay. Oh. Let me explain why. Tell me your number four song first. I mean Hold number on. five. Hold on. Hold on. No, no. I'm, I'll, I'll get to my five first, but I'm going to tell you okay. why this isn't on the list of 20. They're probably going to play it, okay? Because Paul said they're going to expand the set list probably up to 25. The reason being is that when, when we go through my list, Paul was on record as saying that the set list and the tour is going to span all eras, okay? Which means there's going to be a lot of room for a lot of songs off of a lot of albums. And... I already have two songs off of Destroyer with a third one to be announced, and it's not shouted out loud. I do not think, in my opinion, they're going to put four songs from one album on this tour. I could be way off, and and again, I know I know this is going to sound ridiculous, but that's just my theory on the set list. Excellent. Um, if if uh, I would say to you, if you think they're going to play a, a bunch of songs they haven't played in a while, you're mistaken. But I might be, you might be right. I would love to be wrong, but go ahead. What's your number five? Uh, My number five is I'm hoping, I know this is a new tour, a new stage, whatever, but I'm hoping that Paul sticks with what he has done the last few tours when he flies out into the middle of the stage for Love Gun. And even if he doesn't fly out into the middle of the stage, they're playing Love Gun. Go ahead, buddy. Yeah, so I'm hoping that that that's the one that he, you know, if he, but he, they they might have something completely new because they keep talking about a new stage, a new set, you know, who knows? Um, but uh, you know, obviously, Love Gun that that's that's an all time Kiss classic, so that's a definite for me. Yeah, that it, that there, it is something I, I can't wait for the kids to see them. Paul Stanley flying through the air like Peter Pan. I really um, hope he does. Shaking his love gun to everybody's face. <laughs> exactly. Um, and, you know, the thing I love about that is like the kind of like the history of how that song came, how yep. it comes from yep. in the middle of probably my favorite Zeppelin song, How Many More Times, which yep. took that song, The Hunter, 
and in that blues song, I think it's by what's the name? Perry King. I forget his name. Okay. Um, and this song was the hunter and in the middle of the song, you know, he talks about love gun. Yes. Um, although Robert Plant never says gun, he does love. And then yep. the song picks up at how many more times that bridge yep. in the middle. Um, I love that. And I love that because it shows their love of Led Zeppelin and Paul, you know, taking that and coming up with that song. Yeah. It's um, good history. Yeah. Yep. So I was going to go next and, I'm right there with you, buddy. Love Gun was next for me. Okay. So that is my sixth song. So we're now on to song number six for you. Okay. Uh, again, this is what we think they're going to play. This is not what we want them to play. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I do not like this song. I don't think I ever like this song. I don't like it on the album. I don't like it live. Uh, it has become a staple. I do not like my green eggs and ham. Egg, pretty much, It's become a staple of all their compilations. It's become a live staple. And for the final tour, they're definitely going to play Harder Than Hell. Ooh, really? Yep. Wow. I didn't expect you to go there. Yep. Um, but uh, let's hear a little. <laughs> Go ahead, buddy. Yeah, I mean, it, you know what it is? It, it, first of all, it's a plodding, slow song. The beginning riff is really cool, but the chorus is boring. The song is just boring. I, I just don't like it. I know they're going to play it. I know, They're going to play it. So, um, you okay. know. Yeah. Hotter than hell. Yeah. Um, the next song I believe they're going to play on my guaranteed list Um is uh, this song, and um, I think as soon as you hear it, you'll know what I'm talking about. That song was made to play live and just to get that crowd to go that was actually the next one on my list by the way my next pick okay so i love it loud just you know i i think it was on kiss exposed the first time i saw and i've talked about it in a previous episode yeah watching them in brazil play that for over a hundred thousand people in that crowd oh my whole crowd chanting it and gene and that huge like armor that he's wearing his arm is going the crowd's going with him it looks like and he talks about it. like if he said attack the whole crowd would attack it, like he looks like he's controlling a mob it's just insane uh, it's, yeah. that chorus is just badass and i'll tell you i will never forget and it, to go back and if you haven't seen it i'm sure everybody who's listening to this has seen it go on youtube watch the original mtv music video for that it is friggin awesome it is awesome for a bunch of clowns Oh, it's so oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Mimes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, go back and watch the Beavis and Butthead clip too. Uh yeah. That's another song. It, it I I love it, but live it's better, but still just yeah, they're definitely playing that one. Yeah. Agreed. Old people. Yeah. <laughs> Old people. <laughs> the guy's got a comb in his back pocket. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Um next lock, Tommy. 
Um, I believe this will be the last song we will see at the Kiss concert. Out on the street for a living Pictures on the begun Got you under their thumb Black Diamond. My wish would be if Peter was singing the uh, this. Um, yeah, good luck with that. Yeah, uh, but I think they're going to end it. I don't believe Rock and Roll All Night is the last song. I think Black Diamond will be the last song. Okay, two things. I had Black Diamond next on my list, so we're thinking alike here. Okay. S- secondly, uh, honestly, uh, I love you, Zeus. I think you're out of your mind if you don't think they're going to end the concert with Rock and Roll All Night. They're not going to end black. What I think is, I think they're going to end. I think the fake ending is going to be Black Diamond. And oh, then really? I think, yes, yeah. But they've yeah. been doing it that way for a while now. Where yeah, Rock and Roll right. Night is not the last song. But like, remember, this is the remember this is the farewell tour. Things are going to be a little different, I think. But you might be okay. right. Who knows? Who knows? Black Diamond is a terrific finale. All right, it's a great. Um, so. <laughs> That's what I've got. Okay. And then Black Diamond. Um, okay. Let me go. Um, Rock and roll. Terrible song. <laughs> they, they better not play that. <laughs> All right. So my next song I'm going to go with. And I, I, um, I can't see them not playing this, especially when you say they're going to play all songs from every era. Lick it up. Terrible song. Oh, the greatest. What are you talking about? That song rocks. <laughs> Terrible song. Oh, I I'll love Lick you, It Up. That's that's actually that's three in a row. That uh, that was my next one on my list. So we're, we're we're in sync here, big time. Yeah, I this, that riff is just awesome. And you know, we can talk about the lyrics later, but you know, and then every concert he always comes up with something. If he does stage banter, that song is made for his stage banter. Oh god. Um, you know, he, he lives off that. So why don't we switch it up? Okay. Number 10 is you. Okay. Um, I don't know if I, I've seen Kiss 16 times. Okay. Wow. I, I don't, it, I don't recall. Yeah. It's been 16 times with the first time being in 1990. So that's a long time. I, I don't know. They had to have had to have played this live. If they did, I don't remember it. Um, but it was on a live three. Um, we talked about it before. Um, you enjoy the live version over the studio version. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and this falls under the category of, you know, playing things from all eras. Um, one of their biggest hits. Um, I personally really hope they play it and I think they will play it. Um, I was made for loving you. You're up. 
Yeah, love it. Um, you know, I, I, again, I think we're gonna we're gonna go with that all era thing. So uh, I think we Tom, got a little. I have that as well. Um, I, I, not much to talk about. It's a big hit. Maybe their biggest commercial hit. Right. There's no way they're not playing it. So yeah, I also have that as their first encore. Oh, okay, interesting. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. That's uh, I have that. So okay. you're up with your number 11. <clears throat> okay. Now, here is when things get a little bit interesting, in my opinion. Um, again, we're going to get to the wishful thinking aspect here with Peter. Mm-hmm. Um, they're definitely going to play this. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be part of the encore. And I am going to be realistic, and Peter is not going to sing it. And I hope the crowd gives Eric Singer the respect he deserves when they sing Beth. Here's some nice piano for you. So yeah. you think they're going to play Beth regardless of Peter? Uh, they've done it before. Um, I know, you know, I know it's the farewell tour. I know everybody in their heart of hearts and their wishful thinking is hoping that Peter can come out and people would lose their mind if that happened. But um, th- th- there's no way their farewell tour is not going to include one of their all-time biggest hits that put them on the map, you know, when Destroyer came out. Um, okay. So that's what I, I, I get, that's what I got there. All right, my 11th song yep. is uh, this song I'm not a fan of. Okay. But they play it all the time. Paul gave rock and roll to you. Now, do you think they're going to play that because of the covering all eras aspect? Because I, I don't have that on my list at all. I think they're going to play that because they've always been playing it right lately. Okay. In the last 10 years or so. And okay. I think they have this thing about making something a kiss classic, whether the fans want it or not. Oh, which leads me to my next pick. Okay. So it's one of those. I, you know. I don't think I, I don't want it, but they're going to play it. Um, so you're up and that's number 12. So okay. go ahead, buddy. Well, back, back to God gave rock and roll to you. I would not be surprised if that is part of their encore. Exactly, buddy. And I because, have that right there too. Because After they love I was those, made for loving you. And then black diamond. That's how yep, I have. Because they love those big sweeping anthems that get the crowd all excited and everything. And Paul can preach. Yeah. Oh on, yeah. Uh, uh, People about rock and roll. (laughs) Go ahead. All right. So speaking speaking of songs that we're not fans of, but that Kiss tried to make hits. Um, and again, all eras. I don't know. Shoot. Shoot. I don't know how Paul is gonna do this one with his voice, but let's hope you know. Um, Psycho Circus. We don't want to listen to the circus shit, do we? No. Holy shit, this circus stuff is awesome. Get up! Now it's time for me to take my place. 
Yeah. <sighs> That's a song that, again, covering all eras, um, you know, they're going to play it. It's going to be tough for Paul to hit those high notes in the chorus. And I know people love that. The people love it. Uh, <laughs> the crowd seems to love it. <laughs> uh, by the way, just a quick little disclaimer here. Um we're having a little bit of sound issues here, so we're aware of that. So if you hear these, don't we? We know that, but we're powering through because it's about Kiss and we love it. So, um, <laughs> Psycho Circus, yeah. Even when they toured for the album and they opened up, I'm like, settle down with the circus shit. <laughs> Enough, you know, <laughs> stupid. But they're gonna play that, it though. I think. Yeah, that's my number twelve as well. Okay. Okay. Yeah. There's no way they're not playing it. Yeah. Yeah. Another one. You people are going to like this song, whether you like it or not. Exactly. Because it's my song. God damn it. I wrote this. You got to like it. I wrote it. You bastards. Sing it. (laughs) Oh, if I had my voice, I'd do a better Peter uh, Paul voice. But go ahead. Uh, What's your number 13, Tom? Okay. Um, I'm going to go back. Back to, you know, Stone Age. Back to Stone Age. I like it. Please don't talk about that album. Um, I like it. My my next one is back to the first album. Give me some cold gin. My favorite part about this, all through the years of me and Tommy loving Kiss, Tommy used to know this stuff verbatim. Yeah, I don't know if you can do it on the spot. <laughs> the whole, all the way down from the Peter. What does oh he look like? Oh my god! Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's great. So what does Paul say? I was talking to somebody backstage before. Before. <laughs> <laughs> How many of you people like to drink tequila? If I didn't have this cold, that oh, and then I lo- <laughs> yeah, it's it's like Peter trying to do a little Mexican hat dance or whatever the hell he's doing with his. <laughs> and so he's got a sombrero on in the back. <laughs> and, and then and, and then the other thing was like, I was talking. I heard you like to drink vodka and orange juice. Really? <laughs> screwdrivers. Oh wow. Vodka. <laughs> Drinking screwdrivers. Settle yeah. down. Yeah. Oh man. It's like some guy. It's like some parent saying, I heard there were some kids in the park lot smoking grass. <laughs> oh, <laughs> grass. Oh man! All right. So you no. went with number thirteen in cold gin. Yeah. Um, my thirteen was um, uh, going to be. Where is it? Where is this bad boy? Uh, oh. Um, oh, you've already called it, and that was. Um. Jesus! Now I lost it. Uh oh. Um. Where is Booger? it? Beth. Oh, okay, Beth. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I had Beth. So okay. um, I hope Peter sings it. Actually, I really don't care if they sing it. 
I'm not a big fan at this point. It's lost its appeal to me. Okay. But, you know, I, uh, I, I would prefer Peter to come out and sing it. But, you know, Eric sings it. Eric sings it. It is what it is. So okay. that's 13. Tom, let's go back to you for 14. Okay. Um, so we're going to turn the microphone over to no, – I'm just kidding. Back to uh, Gene Simmons here. Um, another Gene staple, live staple. Um, this is a combination of me hoping they play it, and I think he will play it. Uh, calling Dr. Love rock and, from Rock and Roll Over. loving yeah oh oh that's great that's a great demo go ahead uh so, so tell call, us about dr love well see so i'm getting into the part of the set list now where like you said the confidence level is starting to drop because we're getting away from those you know you'd call them locks where now that now they're getting into the set list where now they can kind of pick pick and choose and pull things from different albums you know I think they're going to try to play something from every album, maybe, maybe, maybe not The Elder, maybe not Unmasked. Um, I don't, you know. But when I was looking at the set, the the track listing for Rock and Roll Over, I was looking at Colin Dr. Love. I was looking at I Want You. I was looking at Making Love, you know, songs that they played on a live too. I don't like I Want You. I don't like Making Love. I love Colin Dr. Love. So I. It's almost like 60, 40 they'll play it, maybe even less than that, but that's where my confidence starts to go a little bit around the set list right now. Yeah. Again, um, we're picking these as though what we think they're going to play, not what we want. Right. So right. that being the case, um, I'm going to go with um, Cold Gin. Okay. They're going to play it. Um, yep. I didn't have it in there before, but yeah, they're going to play Cold Gin. Okay. So uh, that's my number 14. Okay. Uh, 15, uh, go ahead, buddy. 15, uh, let's see. Let me take another look here. So, all right, we're going to go back to the, um, back to the, you know, spanning all eras type thing. And I'm looking at hits that, that they, that they're going to try to pull out that they haven't played. And one of their biggest MTV era hits, still love the song. When it first came out, it was one of my all time favorites. Heavens on Fire. So this is the part of my set list where I think they're going to stop pulling hits, you know, maybe one hit per album. Um, uh, there's really nothing else they're gonna play from from Animal Eyes that would that would please the crowd. That would be a hit. So, I, I, Heaven's on Fire, huge hit, huge MTV hit. It was on Smashes, Thrashes, and Hits. Uh, it was on um, Alive Three, if I recall correctly. Um, <clears throat> so I, I think, you know, also real quick, I think some of these songs we're getting into, especially you know, I said it during Psycho Circus, said Heaven's on Fire, Paul's voice. Um, you know, I know people are concerned about that, and that may be a big thing in their set list. You know, can Paul do these songs? He can do that song. He can't do that intro anymore, I don't think, but we'll see. Yeah. Um, 
It's a great song. Yeah. Right. And it's just about sometimes you hear like, you know, musicians and stuff talking about during that era, everyone's like flashing all these shredders and all that stuff. And Gene always talks about, I'd rather just hear a nice crunch chord. like, And that's what that is. That's just what that is. Just, they know what moves you. Yep. Just awesome. It's a great song. Um, so number 15 for me, um, here we go. Song around War Machine. Yep. Love yep. that. Yeah. Uh, there used to be a wrestler that used to come out to that. I think it was Taz when he was at okay. ECW would come out to War Machine. It was just badass. And the best part about that when they do it live, they always have the the screen behind them and there's animatronics, all that stuff, and there's a war and there's a guy going on. And then, of course, when the sirens, I'm a sucker for that siren in those Kiss songs. When that siren goes off at the end, it just makes it even more badass. Like all of a sudden, there's all shits, shits of chaos going on and stuff. War Machine. They've played it in the past. I'm pretty confident they will play it. And it's a wish list of mine, too. So I, I'm putting that at number 15. Yeah, I, I agree. They've been, they played that a lot um, recently. Um, and, uh, you know, going back to my comment about Paul's voice, I think they're going to try to let Gene do a lot of songs. And he's got plenty of songs to choose from, including this one. Um, the only, you know, this is when you start getting into that thing. Okay, they already played I Love It Loud from Creatures of the Night. Are they going to play two songs from Creatures of the Night? They they, they, they probably will. I mean, they got, they're got they saying they're going to play 25 songs. And uh, War Machine is a is a fan. fan. That song is nuts when they play it live. It's great. So, yep. yeah. So okay. I'm, let me take off on 16. I'll, I'll bang out the last five. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, not in a row, but I'll start the next uh, round of songs. Okay. And after War Machine, um, you're really starting to, um, you know, go to the um, kind of a wish list and see where you're at. But um, I'm going to go with another favorite of mine because it's live and it's got this Sirens. It's in, you know, it's just, it's a good song and live when the siren goes on, I'm a sucker for it. That's a great song. That's a, that's a great song. The live version is awesome. And I'm telling you, if they do that song, Paul better put that friggin' firefighter's hat on his head. <laughs> it, we would always joke at the end of the song, he'd go, Woo! Woo! Gene's ass, you set the bathroom on fire! Oh, woo! From the alive Yep. Oh, my God. I love that. I love that song. That's my 16. What do you got, Tom? All right. Um, so I think, you know. You got Sonic Boom. You got Monster. They're going to include those. So I think uh, they, they uh, again. It's not a bad song, but I think it kind of falls under that category that we talked about about songs that you know you're going to like this song. This is going to be a hit. Um, okay. So I I think they're going to play Hella Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. 
that song kicks ass. I love that I, song. I, it's it's funny. I, it, it's funny. That really is an awesome song. It's a well-written song. The song rips. But I'll tell you, that's at that the, age to play that. Yeah, oh. it's a that's a great song. And I think I think that I think that'll be really good live. Hopefully, if they play it. So I, I, I would I would be blown away if they ignore the two new makeup albums with Eric and Tommy. Yeah, and it's got you know it sounds like All American Man in any way you slice it. Yeah. Um, All right. Yeah. It's a good. It's a good song, buddy. It's yep. a very good song. Yeah. Um. So number seventeen for me. Yeah. We're going on songs that they will play, yep. not what I want them to play. Okay. Strutter, not Strutter seventy eight. Translation, Disco Strutter. (laughs) Yeah, I think they're going to play Strutter. It's one of those, they got to play it, Paul. Oh, that's part of our repertoire. The fans will go crazy if we don't, you know. Yeah. No, they won't. Agreed. Agreed. (laughs) No, they won't. Yeah, Yeah. I think they're playing Strutter. You don't like Strutter? It's not that I don't. I like more songs more than that. That's all. Okay, okay. All right. It's not as bad as hot, uh, hotter than hell. So no, hotter than. I'd hell. rather hear Strutter than hotter than hell. But go ahead. Yeah, yeah, agreed. Seventeen for you. Um. Okay. So <coughs> we're gonna go back to like, like you know, big hits off of you know albums here. You know, it's kind of touching mm-hmm. on the eighties here. So again, we're looking at MTV. We're looking at big hit. Uh, they've played it live before. Tears are falling. Great tune. Yeah, it's a, it's a great song. It again, Paul's voice, it's, you know, that was in the 80s when Paul was soaring high above the eagles and the birds with, with his some of his vocals, so um we'll see, but it's a great song. Um and I I, you know, it's it kind of falls like you said, it's on that wish list. You know, I hope they play it and I think they'll play it as well. Yeah. What do you um, got? Then for me, I've got Worst kiss lyric of all time. Um, they're gonna play "Come On and Love Me." It's gotten a lot of love that song in more recent years as a classic. I think they're gonna play "Come On and Love Me." I absolutely hope and pray they do because that is one of my tied for number one in my all-time favorite Kiss songs. Yeah, I wow. hope. I hope they do it. I hope. Okay, um, that's my eighteen. What do you got? Okay. Um. So speaking of. Uh, of favorite songs. This is not, I'm not going to say it's one of my favorite songs. I like come on and mm-hmm. love me, but I do love this song. And again, we're approaching that, you know, like we said, wish list kind of middle of the road thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, huge hit, big video, big album for them. Um, I think they're going to play hide your heart. 
Really? Yes. From uh, Hot in the Hot Shade. In the shade? Yep. Is Ace gonna sing it? Oh God! Oh no, no, no! <laughs> but again, I was—I I keep coming back to what I said at the beginning, how Paul made the reference about all eras. So I look at—maybe I'm taking that too literal—but I look at that as okay. We're gonna try to play something from almost every album. You know, pull our hits from every album. You know, end of the road tour, farewell tour. Let's play, you know, everything. They so. played that when they were with Def Leppard, I think. Yeah, they've That's played cool. it before. Yeah, and it sounds great. Recently. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just, you know, it's just one of those, it's a good song, but it's not really like a concert song. Um, I agree with that. No, That's you're, just you're, me. No, you're right. Um, I, I don't I don't disagree with that. Yeah. Again, we're going locks. So I believe for locks, um, I would guess they're going to go with um, this. I'm sorry it's taken so long. Must have been a bitch while I was gone. <laughs> so now now you you're going pretty top heavy on the debut album here. It's Kiss, they're going out look, they're not going to be adventurous in my opinion. They're not. Um they might they're not going to go with 100,000 years. That's my belief, yeah. Okay. All what right. do you got? Um well, like I said about Monster with Hello Hallelujah it's Eric and Tommy. Um, so they're going to play something off Sonic Boom. And th- this was a song that they tried to push as a hit that I actually think is a really, really good song. Um, so I think they're going to play. Um... Absolutely great tune. Love it. Now, that kind of crosses the line between wish list and what I think they'll play. I yep. think they'll probably, play, if they're going to play some of Sonic Boom, it'll probably end up being modern day Delilah. But say yeah, who knows? I'd love to see it. We'll see. Yeah. Um, I will tell you this. I'm down to want my last song. Yeah, I got so one left too. My last song was going to be songs that you've picked. So it's either going to be Heaven's on Fire or Say Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I think he's probably going to push Say Yeah more so. Why do you think why do you think that? Um because he's Heaven's on Fire has already been a hit and it is a hit from they have it in their back pocket. They're pushing other songs. And he likes to push, say, yeah, they've been playing it in the last five years in their concerts. They played it last year in their concerts. They haven't played Heavens on Fire in their concerts in years. You don't think they'll play push Modern Day Delilah maybe harder? No. They'll push, say, yeah, over Modern Day Delilah, in my opinion. If they're going to pick one song, 
they'll play that. Um, I'm going to go with say yeah. Okay. So uh, I'll agree with you. Number 20. That's me. Okay. Your last okay. song? Uh, I got one left. Yeah. Um, and uh, it's tough. It's tough here because there's a uh, Again, this is 20. That we They're probably going to play 25, but we didn't want to put everybody to sleep with 25 songs. So, um, again, spanning all eras, big hits, big anthems, big arena rock music here. I think they're going to play Crazy Nights. Really? Yes. Wow. Woo! Here's a little song for everybody out there. People try to take my soul away. But I don't hear the rap that they all say. You can do it, Waterboy. Yep. I, 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 Paul loves those reach for the stars stadium anthems. It was a big hit. Um, people would love it. I don't think they've played it in, I don't know when. Um, so, you know, again, like I said, near the end of the list, it got a little, you know, half and half wish list prediction kind of stuff, but that's, that's what I got. So rather than bore you with back and forth and sound clips, yep. I'll give you my five that I believe will be the additional five. Okay. And then you throw your last five. Okay. The just in case songs that I, I got, a, I got them. Right. Yep. So I would say heaven's on fire for me. Yep. Um, I would say making love. Okay. Um, I would guess, do you love me? Oh, I hope. Because that would help Paul in his voice having yep. the crowd singing half the song back to them. Yep. Um, I would go Tears Are Falling. Okay. And then I would go Depends on Ace and stuff. And they're probably going to have Tommy sing something. Shock me. Oh, boy, man. I, I love that Those song. Those are my five That's extra. Your five? Was, uh, I do have another five, yeah. So here we go. Um, I want you. Okay. I, I Stole Your Love. Christine 16. Yeah. Parasite. Yeah. That, yeah. And here's a long shot for a ballad forever. I don't know if Paul's voice can do it, but I can see it. Right. Agreed. Right. Wow. Right. So there's our way. set list. If either one of those set lists of ours are even remotely close, I am going to be very excited. You know? Yeah. Um, I I mean, honestly, again, uh, it, Kiss is one of those things that they could sing The Elder and Unmasked and do those two albums. I'll still see it and be happy. Well, I'm not going to complain. I well, know they're not going to play the, the, the uh, deep cuts that we want to hear, but I don't care. I, right. I, I'll listen to them play Unholy out of nowhere or even Psycho Circus, which I don't like, but yep. um, I'll be happy with it. I just feel those are our locks. I think our locks are pretty good. A couple of things that stick out, the top 20, you had Crazy Nights, Hide Your Heart, Tears Are Falling, Hello Hallelujah, uh, Heaven's on Fire, Calling Dr. Love, um... And hotter than hell. Yeah. Whereas I had 
shouted out loud. Um, let's see. Uh, God gave rock and roll to you. Mm-hmm. Um, I had War Machine, Firehouse, Come on and love sweater. me. Yep. Come on and love me a hundred thousand years. Yeah. Those are the differences between us. And the highest guaranteed locks, I had shouted out loud, you had hotter than hell. Yeah. I think I think the difference between the two set lists, I think I tried to I tried to stretch it out over their career a little bit more. Um I think you you went for more of the lock. I went for they're going to try to span the career a little bit more. So I think that might be why some of the, I think that's why I have a lot more eighties stuff on there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I would hope you're right. I just don't think so. I think when they're going to make this into an album, cause they will. Uh, oh, absolutely. They're going to want to have those songs. They're not the type, you know, just their recent trackers. They're not the type to be like, let's get this song. Let's get that song in there. They're the type to say, well, the fans are going to want to make sure that we have God of Thunder, Love Gun, Detroit Rock City, Rock and Roll. Like, that's what I think. Whoever does these compilations, that's what I think they're going to do. Now, obviously, we would prefer them to do deeper cuts than that, but right now, that's you, what I predict. Now, you said it at the end. Do you think that Tommy will sing "Shock Me" if they if if they or put it this way? Do you think Tommy will sing anything? Um. I would guess that he's going to. Yeah. I wonder. I I don't know. I don't remember anybody turning their back when he sang a song. Yeah. Well, I've we heard, heard yeah. rumors that he, some people do that at his con at the concert. They'll turn their back when Tommy well, sings. Well, let, let me let me just say something to people who do that. Fuck off if you do that. Okay. <laughs> all right. Because that that that's a friggin' dick move. Okay. I don't <laughs> I don't want to hear all this Eddie Trunk shit about Tommy and Eric with the makeup on. Okay. See, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna try. To, I'm gonna try to not go on a rant here, but Tommy's in the band. He's he's. If he sings it, we're all gonna go crazy and enjoy it. Okay. So yeah, I, you know. I just can't picture people that. I mean, you guys that love Ace, you guys seriously think Ace can get up on stage, play all these songs on his own guitar, and it not sound like, you know, not have constant screw ups. Or no. him being late, or him no. missing something. No, and I'll come I'll on. Tell you, he I'll, can't. I'll tell you right now, with Eric Singer and Tommy Thayer in the band, they Kiss has become a precision band. They were yeah. they were never they, they they were never that before, and we love them for it. We loved Peter's drumming. Well, we they were like that when they had Bruce. What's that? When they had Bruce, they were like that too. But I think it's even more so now. I think Tommy Thayer is uh, Bruce. Yeah, uh, we I love Bruce. We all do. But I think there's such a precision band right now. I think every note is planned out, and I, there's just no way that Ace is going to come on there and be able to play the way that they want him to play. It's just not going to happen. Yeah, and uh, you know those that are going to try to ruin it for everybody else. Oh, that's the fake kid. Shut up. You're dealing yeah, with right. what you're dealing with. Right. So would you rather them not go out? What are you talking about? Right. You know, obviously know. they, you know, in a perfect world, the band would still be in their late 30s playing right. great music. Right. Um. You know, but they're not. They're going out now in their late 60s. Right. So let's let's 
calm down our expectations. Right. We've um, talked, when we, we, when we have to, we've talked about that before with the expectations. Yeah. We've covered that, you know? Yeah. So those are our set lists. We will list them for you. We'll see how many we get right. And the great part about this is we'll know in a week. Yep. Can't wait. Can't wait. Right. We got- in a week, we will know what they're playing. Yep. We'll know what the set list looks like. So that's what our episode will be next week. It'll be a little review. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, so thank you. That's, you any- uh, that's the episode as far as um, the main topic. But uh, we have a couple questions we want to go over. Tom, what do you got first? All right. We, this comes from Tim from Facebook asking about the stage set. Um, pretty good question. Do you believe that the stage set for the end of the road tour will be something completely new that we've never seen before? Or do you think that they are going to try to incorporate aspects of previous stages, kind of like, a, you know, a big kind of do it all one big, you know, let's have something from Alive 2 with the risers. Let's have something from, uh, I think it was Monster with the big spider over the stage. Do you think they're going to try to do some of that, or do you think it's going to be something completely brand new? Go ahead, buddy. Uh, I honestly think it's going to be something completely brand new. I think if they do anything nostalgic that, uh, you know, harkens back to the glory days, I think there may be very subtle things that they might do. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if they have that little candelabra over on the side. Remember that from like when they first toured, you know, with like a live one, they had that little candelabra, um, you know, maybe something like that. Um, you know, they always do the risers. Uh, they did that when we saw them on the, uh, freedom to rock tour. They think they did that at the very end. Uh, mm-hmm. but I think in general, I think it's going to be something brand new that we've never seen. I hope it is at least. Yeah. From, I would probably agree with you because the way they're teasing it, Oh, this is yeah. going to blow your mind. So it's not like this is awesome. It really, you know, it's something that's a nice way to end our tour. So they're not talking about as though it's something nostalgic, like meaning something from everything. Right. I feel like the way they're describing it is it's something brand new. Yes. Agreed. Um, I think it'll be interactive, the big screens and stuff. I think it'll be showing constant clips and videos of the history of the band, including Ace, Eric, uh, Mark St. John, even Vinny. Yeah. Now, now here, here's something interesting that you say there. I'm going to be honest with you. I, when I go to concerts, I, I really, I don't like the video screens. It just, it distracts me. I don't, I don't want to see a pit. No, I'm serious. When, when Kiss is out there blowing up the stage, you know, singing Love Gun, I don't want to see shit in the background. What I want to see at a Kiss concert, I want to see the big, gigantic, light up Kiss sign. That's all I want to see. I know they're not going to do that. I know that they're going to put video screens out, and that's fine. But I want them to go back and give me the big, giant, light-up kiss sign. I don't want to see videos of, you know, fucking whoever they're dancing in the background or friggin' light-up whatever. I don't want that, but I know they're going to do it. Guarantee you they're going to have that San Francisco concert in the background with the three Ace, Paul, and Gene, the Swain back and forth video Maybe. of them Maybe. to um, to deuce. They're going to have it, Tom. And Maybe. you know what? I, I, this is where the you know the best part of this podcast is our differences. Yeah, I want to see it when they're playing Psycho Circus, so I don't have to listen to the damn song. 
uh, I want to hear watch it when they're playing hotter than hell. Um, you know, it's something track. So if you're not focused on the song that they're playing, you can look at something else. Believe me, if that's on the background while they just cranked out, um, you know, Love Gun, I'm not watching the screen. I'm watching the band. And besides, I love that. I can still, I, I can tell you from War Machine that I'm listening to the song, looking at the band and seeing the video in the background all together yeah. and everything going off. I, you know, sometimes I get it, it is distracting, but I think that adds to it. We'll, yeah. we'll see if they do it in a in a way that's not just like over the top. I think it gets distracting when bands try to do too much psychedelic, stupid shit. Yeah, That's yeah. because they're all in a jam session and you have nothing else to do except get stoned and watch that <laughs> shit. Um, damn, ki- damn kids smoking at grass. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Maybe if we were potheads, we would get it. But, you know, what do you, I just... What do, you, what do you got? What do you got for a question? Anything? Yeah, so I got from Twitter. Sean T. asks... Seeing that this is your episode of the set list, what is your one song you wish they would play and one song that you wish they won't play? So my song, if I wish they would play live, would be uh, the number one pick of our draft, the deepest cut of the deepest cut of, of Kiss songs. I would love if they played Mr. Speed. Yep. I would go nuts. Um, we all would. My one song they would play. I wish they won't play God Gave Rock and Roll to You, but they're going to play that. It's between God Gave Rock and Roll to You or, and that horrible Psycho Circus. Yeah. Between those two songs, I wish they would cancel, get them out of their set list. I think they're awful. Yeah. I think... I can't imagine somebody sitting there going, oh, I can't wait till they play God Gave Rock and Roll. Who says that? Yeah. That That is just them. I hate to say it. A kiss is worse. Like force feeding us songs that are just beneath them. Like it's yeah. just so. And now I'm going to sound like an idiot, but like so sophomoric. It's no, just, I. Right. You know, like, oh, come on. Yeah, we're cheesy. Yeah, I believe in rock and roll. Come on. I know. I hear you. you. Know? Just whatever. Go on. You 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 answer the question. So, well, you said Mr. Speed, um, a, a song that I would love them to play, uh, that I wish they would play. Um, they might. I doubt it because they played it on a live three when Gene did Unholy. I mean, I'd love that, but I don't think it's going to happen. A song that I hope they don't play, and I'm going to tell you right now, unequivocally, this is the Kiss song that I cannot stand. Let me go rock and roll. Absolutely. I cannot stand that song ever in any way. And I really hope they don't throw it in here. That song is awesome. I hope they don't play it. Now, real quick. An Aerosmith type of song. It's like a rock and roll. Like, yeah, it's a total ripoff of Led Zeppelin's rock and roll. The the song is terrible. I I just think it's awesome. The guitar is just a real guitar song. I think it's awesome. I think it's a great song. It's weak. So real, real quick, because I know we're I know we're running long here. So I just want to real quick about this. Do you think this is? Do you honestly? Do you think there's any way that Paul or Gene play anything off of their solo album? Oh no, absolutely not. Okay, Um, they're not playing Radioactive. That's the only song they would play. Okay, they're not going to do See You Tonight because they played Unplugged. Paul's no. First of all. 
Paul's voice is at, I wouldn't say it's at its pinnacle. Cause I think by like crazy nights, it was at its pinnacle, but, um, Paul, I don't, I mean, let's be honest. I don't think he could handle the vocals from his solo album. Yeah. I don't think they would either. I'm just thinking I, I keep getting that every era thing stuck in my head, but you're right. That's, that's not going to happen. Yeah. I, I just don't see it. Right. Um, so that's that's our episode. Uh, yeah. Again, another another one. We always try to say, let's try to get this about an hour. And then always we look up and it's like an hour and a half later. Like, holy shit, where did the time go? This is what happens. Talking about Kiss. Time that's flies. That's right. Yep. That's right. So yep. where we are, uh, Tom, uh, any last words for us? Well, we're wrapping it up here. So, you know, why settle for seconds when you can have the best? Just let me be your King B. I want your hornet's nest. <laughs> your your, your <laughs> hornet's nest. That is the probably the most insulting way of calling it. Your hornet's nest. <laughs> Holy shit, Gene. Um, yeah, for me, I was going to tell you, you know, at this concert, let's do it in Detroit. They all love the score. So, baby, oh, baby, what are we waiting for? <laughs> Tommy, till next time, brother. And all you Christmas fans. All right, everybody. See ya. Peace out, Girl Scout. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.